Hello and welcome everyone to the Let's Play Supporting Screen Time Alternatives podcast. My name is Kristen Kalina and I am the co-founder of Mastermind Adventures, where our mission is to create fun, healthy alternatives to screen time for kids and teens. In this week's episode, I interview Lucia Colombaro, co-founder of the New England Base Camp Homeschool Cooperative in Milton, Massachusetts. We talk about creating community, a focus on personal values, and helping kids fall in love with nature and the world around them. I had so much fun talking with Lucia, and I can't wait for you to hear her advice. Let's get started. I'm Kristen Kalina from Mastermind Adventures. This is Lucia Colombaro. She is the co-founder of the New England Base Camp Homeschool Cooperative in Milton, Massachusetts. And um, Lucia is, you just mentioned that she's an accidental entrepreneur, which I am also, <laughs> I am also that. Um, but uh, she uh, helps run an incredible group of uh, kids and teens and parents, really, if you think about it, um, in this wonderful space that is a Boy Scout camp, right? Um, and allows them to have an incredible experience with um, uh, kind of choosing their education, choosing their own path, um, and exploring the outdoors at the same time. And I thought she'd be a great person to talk to the community um, because of her expertise in this area. So thanks so much for being with us, Lucia. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so um, Lucia and I met, gosh, not that long ago. Last year? About a year ago, was it? Yeah, so, and we were connected through another homeschool mom that was like, you two similar minds need to like get together. So we did. Yeah. But um, tell uh, the community a little bit more about yourself and your background and um, a little bit more about you. Well, I, um, I'm a mom of two girls, uh, 12 and 9, and um, I've homeschooled them since the very beginning. They did go to a cooperative preschool, um, one for two years and one for a year, but other than that, we've been homeschoolers and predominantly unschoolers. Um, you know, I, uh, I remember thinking in my teen years that really my vocation was being a project doer. Ah, I like that. <laughs> and it was a little hard to find, you know, to find the, the right correspondence. <laughs> yeah. But I, I started out in uh, the nonprofit world. Yeah. Um, I worked um, in different fundraising. I worked for alumni associations. And, um, and, uh, and I also started a business with... Uh, the, my husband and he uh, way back when we were younger um, so you know that had its lifespan and we learned a lot um, and then I became um, involved in uh, a wonderful initiative in the state of Maine we lived there for about five years and it was um, coming out of a state sort of a state mandate to explore this idea called the creative economy and um, uh, I helped organize a community conference, and from that conference came um, a set of priorities that the community, so it became a community mandate from yeah. the state down to the community level, and uh, we started a program that turned a small town into a campus, awesome. um, and there are all these amazing artisans and people who sort of practiced healing arts, and um, they, we basically put together a catalog of classes. Um, that allowed these people who otherwise couldn't earn a living through easily or, or in any substantial way through um, teaching their skills and um, it was it was a wonderful experience and soon thereafter I became a mom and um, and I came back to Boston and so that sort of marked my homeschooling journey and um, 
as a homeschooling mom, and, I, and I've been involved with nonprofits around uh, social justice, anti-racism, and um, uh, I was on the board of their Rape Education and Crisis Hotline, so I have a variety of sensibilities and things that I care deeply about. Um, but education and my kids um, and the idea that, you know, we can, we can, you know, parents become the evolving point for the next generation, right? right. We pick how we want to, um, what we want to nurture. Right. And, um, and so the, the, I, I found the most challenging thing about homeschooling was a regular community. Yes. Where you can come back to the same watering hole and your relationships can have a varying degree of, of intimacy and intensity or um, familiarity, and you have a, a full range, um, and, and it allows for a slow progression um, and development of, of dynamics over time. And that was the most challenging aspect of homeschooling for me. And so um, I, I had found sort of a cohort of other moms, and we basically, from the time my eldest was five, we sort of stuck together, and I'm sure it sounds familiar to other homeschoolers to some degree, maybe. Um, and even with that, even with that, it was sort of like, you know, there's there, the desire for, for, for a bigger container never went away. And so one of the moms in this cohort told me about um, an invitation she'd received to explore a forest kindergarten at this facility here in Milton. And my children were both older than that. Um, but I went and I saw an, an incredible opportunity for homeschoolers. And, um, and the facility was um, not being utilized and it was tremendous. And uh, you know, between the swimming pool and archery ranges and boulders for climbing and just infrastructure and a lot of thought that had been put into it. And so we decided to put out the call and invite folks to come and be part of sharing this space together. And it was instantly, instantly well received because sometimes we're all looking for the same thing, you know, and that I just feel very lucky that I was able to be the, the one to say yes, you know. So we put together a little business plan and, um, and just took it from there. Um, the, 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 the council, uh, the Boy Scout Council CEO, um, Chuck Eaton, is a visionary man with a, uh, a real capacity to see opportunity, but also a, a very deep understanding of um, what he wants to contribute to in the world. It's, it's kind of remarkable. And so to just find some resonance with that energy there just brought things to life. So we, um, we ran programming three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We had 75 families over those three days, um, and it was families. So it's not, it was never a drop-off program. It was um, a family-based wilderness um, cooperative. And, um, and so kids would come, parents and children would come, and of course, the community for the adults was as compelling, if not sometimes more compelling, than the community for the kids because we need that as parents. We need relationship. And what was so interesting for me was to step back and say, this is different. The parental engagement it, 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 between one another 
this is way deeper and more um, resonant of something I thought used to exist and I, you don't really find in schools. Like you have your community, but it's still very superficial and back and forth or whatever. This was a time for real exchange with between parents and also a moment to share the rearing of our children like a village. You know, like we could sit back and, and it could go. And, and it's not far-fetched for a lot of homeschoolers. I mean, we do have our cooperatives and we can do that together. But um, the, the conscious connection with nature and the sort of um, commitment of it, uh, it just made it feel different to me than, than other experiences that I'd had up until that point. Um, and so uh, that is what... Um, you know, we, we took advantage of everything that the facility already had in place in terms of educational offerings. And then, um, and that included um, range sports, um, orienteering, survival skills, um, wonderful opportunities for hikes, uh, which of course opens up nature and learning about, you know, what's on the path of before us. Um, and, and developing relationships with some really interesting people who are the instructors that are already associated with um, the council. And, and just, you know, they in and, of, in and of themselves are such, a, you know, a delightful, wonderful new universe of ideas and skills. And, and so um, that is just the richness that really contributed to everything. So. Um, so, and then we did bring in outside folks to teach other classes, um, ranging from pottery to flamenco, um, broadcasting, um, suddenly uh, different art classes. Uh, there was a drumming class for actual, you know, drum drums, not um, with sticks um, this, this last session. Um, course drawing a blank on <laughs> but just um, a wonderful opportunity to just include other people who also right. are looking for that place to go and to bring these skills so that they have and um, we brought some parkour folks in which was a new and interesting thing for them because they could start to think about the outdoors as opposed to the more um, uh, playground structure things you can think about rocks and, and hillsides and um, we didn't we weren't encouraged or to use trees but you know the <laughs> imagination can run wild so so um, so that's been wonderful and um, <clears throat> and and then the other piece was free play just really time for kids to play and it you know it it was like, okay, I'm creating this space for my kids to do what I did when I was little, mm -hmm. which was, but I did it on the street, yep. you know, and, and, and so, you know, they would just organize and, oh, hello, hello. little friend, <laughs> love it, little visitor, um, so they would just organize into games and play and, yeah. play and play and play and play and play and that's what they want to do. So, um, and, and working out dynamics between one another, figuring out like what's fair, what's not fair, and, and you know what's been interesting is um, parental responses to kids working things out, and uh, it's varied. Um, but for the most part, by the end of the year, um, most parents are like, "Yeah, like they, they, they've got this." You know, let, we're we're seeing it, and and it varies. You know, um, but I, I think the majority um, 
did feel that way. And the kids were great. <laughs> kids are great. Kids are great. They really are. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's pretty awesome. So, for people who are not homeschoolers in our community, tell them a little bit more about what is a co-op. Because I know when I first came to homeschooling, I was like, oh, I don't know what these terms mean. So, uh, explain a little bit more about how a co-op generally works and and what what that is. Or if they're new to homeschooling, we may have some new homeschoolers in here okay. as well. Um. Well, homeschooling co-ops. Uh, range, but the fundamental idea is that it's parents coming together to organize themselves to create something for all of their children to participate in. Um, some can be academic, so if you're if you're a homeschooler, you may have a more academically oriented co-ops. Um, some can be more of what in traditional schooling would be considered extracurricular. Um, and I guess if you were to frame it that way, that's sort of the more of where we came in. And, and some can just be strictly social, so that your children just have play, kids to play with. And, um, or, and then you can hybrid it, you know, it can be a combination of those things. So, um, but it's really about parents uh, working together. And the structure of that cooperative depends on the group. Um, we, we had, I was one of three um, moms who were sort of the, we, we did the heavy lifting and created the space for other parents with the invitation to be involved. And, and that was an interesting evolution in dance and it's continuing to, <laughs> yeah. to go. But um, because we were in this facility, it felt really wise for our ability to uh, endure and stay uh, able to utilize the, the facility and the greater community that was presented to us um, to limit the number of people who were interacting with the council because we didn't want to tire them out or overwhelm them, you know. We want to really um, make it a beneficial experience. And, um, and so that's just, that's sort of more, you know, when you get to higher level thinking around, I mean, thinking around higher level organizational the organizational aspects that's a whole other conversation but um, for us uh, you know it's um, continuing to evolve um, and so next year actually is different it will be different than the last two years right. um, do you want me to speak about how that's going to change or yeah, should we can I speak talk about more that about more at the yeah right? we'll talk about more we'll talk about that definitely at the end yeah, yeah. Um, but um, but yeah so what is your personal philosophy about kids and education and play and kind of just I guess development of kids like what's your what would be your so, the thing that holds you together yeah my working framework um, starts with um, meeting a child really anybody mm -hmm. but a child where they are mm -hmm. and um, and uh, and immediately um, just employing a, a kind of attention and care for each individual person that um, is is the is the number step number one. Um, so, for example, as we're going forward in 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 what we're developing, um, what's guiding me um, is this idea that um, we are humans are social creatures, and so our development really is kind of dependent on one another and it's an interesting thing <laughs> yeah because we have to do our own stuff yeah, yeah and we have to be the ones to do our own work and take our own risks but the support and the understanding and the example of our 
people around us is really important. We don't exist alone. And so um, my focus um, and what's driven me with my homeschooling journey is uh, this idea of sort of, um, I only got my favorite language for recently, which is group-supported individual development, right? I love that. Right, so that what what we do as a group is looking, is, is about each person coming into their own. Mm -hmm. and, and so it's an interesting combination of paying attention to each person and understanding that we're not all the only thing, the only person in the group, that we're part of, of a whole. And um, that it, our opportunity to learn about ourselves has to do with taking risks within the container of our, of our, of our people, of our group. And so um, everything that um, I really deeply care about has to do with learning. There's such a tremendous body of knowledge. Yes behind this idea of individual development and risk-taking for kids and group development um, and that in adults are such a critical part of that and that mentors and, and passionately knowledgeable masters are the greatest teachers, you know, and somehow you have to find the right combination um, and sometimes that means it's more than one person, you know, it's more than one teacher who's teaching you. It's a combination of ingredients and, and it, it allows for, um, for, for kind of taking in by osmosis like how someone who's really good at what they do, how they relate to what they do, mm. how they approach the work of it, um, how they um, um, problem solve in the moment and 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 how they pace themselves these are all things that you're not that's not what's usually in instruction yeah but it's the stuff that helps you do it or not right and when you see someone who's really good what you're getting is really good information and so um, but that person may not be able to help hold the group or help keep the social dynamic um, moving and healthy or pay attention and care for individual children and that's where having other adults in your your pot as another ingredient um, is really important to kind of be an interpreter um, when it's not totally clear what what uh, a, a more masterful person might be saying or just tune in differently you know to what's going on with the kids or you know how how much attention um, where the attention is and, and attention you know I, I mean not to bias anyone, I don't know, it's such maybe an American thing to be so reluctant to speak about one's personal, <laughs> deepest personal beliefs, but, <laughs> beliefs, but I, I found a lot of help recently in the last um, several years um, reading Buddhism, yeah. and not as a religion, but as a, a set of skills, of practices, and um, one thing that I've taken away that's very, been very useful for me as a parent is uh, they, in Buddhism they talk about presence, like being present, right? Which just means like I'm gonna, I'm not gonna let my mind wander. I'm not, I'm gonna be 100% here with you. I'm gonna look at you, take in what's going on, and I'm here, I'm showing up for you. And so what's so interesting to me, and this relating to screens, is really like where I found a way to draw the line. Um, the only thing I say to my kids now, my takeaway, this is my own spin on it, but. The only thing we really 
have to give to one another is our attention. Mm. That's all we actually have in the Love world. Yeah. Like you can have a million things, but in the end, the only thing you have all the time and that you really genuinely can choose to give or not to give is your attention. Mm. And so, and that, I feel supported in that by yeah. Buddhist principles around presence, right? So, um, when I'm trying to make a decision around, okay, what's the right thing to talk about with my kids right now because I'm feeling uneasy about, okay, you've been on the screen too long and you're pushing back on me and I'm saying no, you know, like, let's find something else to do. We need more balance. The reminder is, all we have is our attention. And we need, you know, I, either I would like to your attention right now or I would like you to think about where you're gonna put your attention because mm -hmm. that screen, mm -hmm getting you mm -hmm. right you know and it's okay yeah to have it a little bit right. it's part of what's happening in the world right now but it can't have all of you all the time you know and it and that's what's so powerful about the tension I mean as a parent that I feel is that it's like the complete absorption of the person you know and that's really cool on the one hand because they're in it mm -hmm. which I want for my kids to be that into anything that they do, right? And and that's really another piece of why I created these opportunities to like say, you can go deep as you want with this, you know. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to start to reveal all these different elements that one of them, two of them are gonna capture your yep. imagination, and then it's your little rabbit hole down into this entire new universe of knowledge around carving, you know, working with wood or or observing nature or climbing a rock and, you know, not knowing if you can do it or not, but that's going to get all of your attention, my hope, eventually. Right. So, um, and so that's where, uh, then, then the next, <laughs> the next piece of guidance from the Buddhism, and not just Buddhism, is let's just have balance around it, because I, I don't, I'm not going to villainize the screen. I know that there's something very dare say there's some it's it's part of how we're evolving as humans whether how I personally feel about it is like a separate conversation but it's happening and I think um, I think trying to keep it away forever is is it just will create a barrier between me and my child that will sh will, will close down communication um, and instead I just want to say okay this is one of the things that we do together and and then I just feel really fortunate to have the access to the outdoors that I do because yeah. not everyone gets to do that. And, um, and, and <laughs> what's cool is that by doing this, all of a sudden I'm noticing all of these outdoor places that are just waiting for people. Organizations with staff, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, like, like <laughs> infrastructure and, and, and amazing, uh, programming like curricula that are ready to go and they're everywhere and they're desperate for people and so now suddenly I'm like oh and it's not like it's news to me but the extent you know the extent of how much is out there and how much support um, just making nature a priority can shift you know how how much support these 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 entities yeah, because a lot of them are municipal or, or, or uh, national, you know, the National Park Service and all the offshoots and the Audubon and all the offshoots. And, and, and they have this land that they're preserving.
which is another huge thing because it could go away. Right. God forbid. Yeah. You know, like, so, um, so. That's okay. No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just listening. I don't want to interrupt you. This is such great stuff, you know? Um, so, so yeah, so I'll, I've got another, I'm going to check my time. Okay, okay we're good. No, we're okay. good. Um, so, like, what, so I'm going to give you two questions and you can kind of go choose, yeah, okay. choose kind of how you want to answer it because okay. they kind of go hand in hand. Um, since starting the community, what has the, been the biggest thing that you've learned or what has been the thing that most surprised you? Um, there's sort of two pieces, sort of my own personal learning and then um, my observation of the group, it's in the dynamics. Um, uh, I, first for me, personally, I never, a surprise for me was just how much I I love the outdoors. I just didn't know. I always, I never disliked the outdoors. I always thought that you were like Miss Outdoorsy before that. No, this is kind of a new, yeah? Well, I mean, I love to go to the beach yeah, and I love yeah. to go places, but it wasn't part of my life. Okay. You know, it wasn't something that I I thought to myself, I have to go outside mm. today and be outside. Like, I, I'm a modern person. I live in the world. I've spent, you know, I've binge watched series yeah. and spent days in the house and you know like it's not like you know but at the end of it like how do you feel yeah. you know yeah. and so the crazy part about coming out here is that I always just feel so much better yeah, yeah. in ways that I I don't you know it that's what's surprising the yeah. ways that you feel better yeah and what it brings out like I've learned to I I'm getting certified as a rock climbing instructor. Amazing. Because why? Because <laughs> never was that a goal of mine. Because I need to do it to help teach yeah. risk taking yeah. for kids. And so like if you ever said to me like, oh, your hobby is rock climbing, you're gonna go and you know, be a rock climbing instructor, I'd be like, no. That's never like that's nice and everything. Yeah. Why would I do that? Yeah. And now I'm like, I gotta do this. Like, yeah. what do I have to do? Okay, boom, boom, rock climbing, and I'm hanging on <laughs> 40 foot close. You know, like, uh, yep, I'm, yep, I'm not gonna look down. I'll, I'll try looking down, and 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 it's my own development great. as a human being, which ultimately I feel is as a homeschooling parent, the biggest thing I can do is just do it, do yeah. the learning, yeah. take the risk in front of my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, so that was the big surprise to me, like, this is awesome, and I never would have picked this for myself. Yeah. And so, that. that's the, uh, the jewel, the, the gift of this, this path. Um, when it comes to the community, the most surprising thing is really the adults. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point where I kind of want to cry a little bit. Oh. Like, it's, it's amazing, not yeah, just, yeah. um the parents which you know there have just been moments of, of genuine um, feeling and understanding and uh, it, that's been really powerful and um, the instructors who yeah. come yeah it's really special you know to have an opportunity to be valued for 
what they, I mean, some of these people who have come to, to teach us what they know, it is such a profound love mm -hmm. of theirs, what they have to offer. It, it, there's so many years and years and years of experience and, and cultivation, and they could be completely ignored in the world, mm -hmm. in general, as people. And to get an opportunity, to, first of all, to share this, right. but second of all, to really believe and know that they're valued for that has been that I didn't see it coming, and it's been really, really awesome, and it keeps me full of life around this. Yeah, like it really does. Yeah. So, um, no, I definitely I know what you mean. I mean, I know what masterminds. We've got, I wish we had the outdoors. That is a, if I, that, this is a conversation that my husband and I often have because we're in a mall, um, which is great. Um, the space is, you know, we appreciate it. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've looked at a lot of different spaces and if we're gonna move, I wanna be in a space where we have both the indoor and the outdoor because it's a huge component of what we do. Um, and right. we've been able to partner with places like Basecamp and um, the YMCA that have afforded us some outdoor spaces so that we can still run outdoor programming. But being able to, because usually what happens for our community is they're there all day, just like you guys, right? right. They come in, they park, they bring a bag of, of food for the kids, and the kids just play. And they play in my back area, it's about 2,000 square feet, it's, it's, it's a big space. Um, and they do a lot of, you know, <laughs> making forts and, and, and running around and inventing games and all the things you want kids to be doing, right? But they're still indoors in a 2,000 square foot space. So being able to have that indoor-outdoor is a huge priority for us um, moving forward, you know, as we're looking at different spaces. And we're not quite there yet. We're not quite ready to move. But, um, you know, if we are going to move, I want it to be worthwhile and I want it to be in a space where we can have both. Because watching the kids, and I'm sure you, you feel the same way, watching the kids have that space to be creative, to play, the unstructured time to do that is so valuable. And like you said, watching the adults make the connections and share with each other and develop friendships is massively, massively huge. Like there's nothing, there's nothing like it, right? I mean, it's like, you're like, wow, I just opened this space and now there's all these people having friendships that would have never known each other before, you know, um, and helping each other with each other's kids. And like you said, that kind of village mentality that you don't see in a lot of places. You don't you don't get that in a lot of spaces anymore. Everybody's busy, you're kind of in and out, or you're looking to drop off while you go do something else. So having a space where people spend six to eight hours sitting and hanging out, that just, I mean, college, right? I mean, where else, where else do you do that? There's just not a lot of spaces like that, but better than that because because there's not all the other weird stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and right. the teens has been a big surprise to me too. I don't know if I've talked to you about that. And I, you have some teens. We do. In your we, group too. we have less teens than we'd like to look at. Oh, it's a red winged blackbird. We're outdoors at um, <laughs> Houghton's Pond. So nature's all around it's us. So it's amazing. Um, yeah. Teens is the one area that. Um, we're excited to see happen. Yeah. Teens need to come in a pack. Yeah, yeah. And yes. if you don't have a core pack mm -hmm. um, that creates that gravitational nucleus, it doesn't hold together. So um, next year's programming, or this fall's programming, um, is you know we're we're excited at the prospect of, of teens kind of thinking like this is for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you get a couple of teams 
we started with just, well, my kids were teens when we started meeting on, on Wednesdays as, as the fan club. Before that, we had had like a DIY club that people were coming to just on a weekly basis and to kind of drop in. Um, but my kids were teens, right. so that kind of started. Um, but we needed other teams, and it really started with just a group. I look back at the pictures because you know how like Facebook is like, hey, remember this? So I'll look back at the pictures, and there's like four kids, you know, <laughs> and then that was it. But then it's grown, and now we've got, I don't know, at least it seems like sometimes it feels like we've got 25 kids, but it's probably more in the realm of like 15 that like regularly come and it's their thing and they you know they hang out together so it'll grow yeah, yeah. well and, and and if if an existing group of teens doesn't find us our kids will become those teens. right exactly <laughs> and then you'll have a ton of teens yeah and they'll start coming you know yeah it's true yeah, yeah they'll grow into it yeah. it's really really interesting in fact I'm like on the you know 12 years old as my <laughs> eldest I'm just like oh, <laughs> bracing <on>. myself <laughs> It's going to be awesome, but I don't know, here we go. Yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. Uh, so um, so you talked to, I was going to ask you about your source of inspiration, but you, you kind of talked about that a lot, so that's great. Um, so so considering, hi, hi little guy. Okay, you're good. Um, so now he's on my paper, that's fine. Um, so, uh, so, you know, talking about parents that might not have um, a community around them yet, um, you know, uh, what are some ideas for them to help their kids at home? Maybe, um, you know, activities that are great kind of go-to activities to start getting their kids off screens or, or that kind of thing, you know, getting them outside or, or what are the, some of the things that might be helpful for them? So the trickiest trade-off, um, especially, I mean, if we talk about homeschoolers, it, the amount of time is very different than if you're not right so yeah yes. um, but I think that once that's sort of like having said that um, the, the dilemma is the same right how much attention mm -hmm. do we give our like how much of us do we give our kids or can we give our kids mm -hmm. and 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 how much is too much mm -hmm. which as homeschoolers can be <laughs> especially younger yeah. when they're younger can be a question mm -hmm. um, uh, but more importantly, I mean, I think the bigger tension is too little. Um, <clears throat> and then um, and then how do we carve out time for ourselves where our children don't default like, oh, you're busy? Okay, bye. I'm going to go be on the screen now. Right. You know, like, so where, how do we do that? And so, um, you know, and I, I, I live in this tension every day um, because... I still have things that I want to do and, and trying to find that balance exactly like and about, and, yeah. um, and things that I have to do and um, and so you know I I'm the practice that I uh, my practice that I in other words what I try to do every day Woo! they like you too they do they all like me <laughs> go away oh, he really oh likes me oh dear is he gone? Oh, nope. No, no he's, he's on gone. Still? He's gone? Okay. He's over there now. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> a, little, a little interlude. <laughs> what's, what's, that, what's that piece? The, the, uh, something of the bumblebee. Yeah. Oh, the, the flight of the bumblebee. The flight of the bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. It saved me for a second. That was our little flight of the bumblebee. Woo! Oh, he likes my camera now. Yeah. Okay. That's good. You can stay there. <laughs> oh, man. So, mm -hmm. um, you know... Um, any any time to sit and converse is awesome. The craziest thing, the cra 
craziest thing that I find myself um, having to to force myself to do is when they want to show me their games and they're playing on their, their video <laughs> yeah. games. And the craziest thing is when I sit with them and I listen to what they're into about it, it reminds me of when they were very, very small. Mom, look at this. I can do this, this, this with this character. I can change this to, and oh, I finally got this thing that I really, really care about. You know, and so what's interesting for me is to take those little interludes and sit with them because somehow there's such honest information coming out of that exchange. Like it's genuinely, I'm not part of that. So this is what my child wants me to, to, first of all, to share with me. And second of all, they really that this means something to them in, in, in a way that I'm not, I'm not necessarily picking up on. So from that point of view, I first of all get some reassurance that it's not just like, you know, it's like, no, this is a very attentive, there's stuff happening that, you know, and I've got this goal that I'm working for. Da, da, da. So this is an interesting dilemma for me, you know? Like, <laughs> with it going so I just use it as a time to for to get the information about where like it's just like I was saying a very genuine kind of unadulterated (laughs) perspective Mm -hmm. and information from my child and that allows me to start to make connections elsewhere right and to to just know them and and to play with them and to be in, in, in other contexts with that, right? So because there's, when I feel like the screen is dominating, mm-hmm. when I feel like too much of that is going on, you know, if that starts to happen, that's sort of what I can do. Um, but, I, I, you know, in terms of strategies, uh, I feel that as a parent, I can do two things. One-on-one connection and invitation. You know, to sort of say, hey, you want to... We, we have little names for things, like we do chit-chat. <laughs> My daughter loves the sounds of things, right? So chit-chat's perfect for her. So you want to have, to have some... Do you want to do some chit-chat? Yeah. Okay, so chit-chat means I don't... You know, have we an just agenda. Talk. Yeah. yeah, we just talk and we tell what's going on. And, and it's a ritual that's very comforting for both of us. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, it's, I mean, I think that homeschooling creates more time and it allows for different containers, but that parenting is the same. And that it's really about how do we stay connected to our kids in a way that doesn't feel like, oh, how do I stay connected? No. It's, my, it's, it's a primary relationship in our life, in my life, is my child is, a, each child is a primary Relationship. And so that means knowing them, mm-hmm. listening to them, spending time with them, enjoying them, being able to reflect themselves, reflect them back to themselves when they need that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and of course for me it, it affirms so much about um, the choice to, to to raise children and to um, put my effort into really trying to understand what will benefit. It's a lot of thought. Yeah. Yeah. And work. Yep. And to 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 feel like 
this is worthwhile, right? you know, this is the most worthwhile thing that I can imagine. And so that's the relationship loop that don't let that that is the is the core of it all. And um, and so uh, you know, I would uh, anytime you can play a game with your kids, anytime you can do anything together, even watch a movie together. You know, I was I've read articles on the value of you know it's really valuable to sit and watch a movie with your kids even if you don't like the movie at all yes. <laughs> the fact that you're watching with them is a shared experience because conceivably the movie prompts questions that you're immediately available to answer and to reassure or whatever and it's not so much you know that they couldn't do that on their own but that work of art was created to prompt those questions and so you might as well make it do its job you know and it's not so bad you can sit and watch a movie with your kids you snuggle you do whatever you need popcorn like there are all these other lovely little aspects to it yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. can and so you know and and i think that the biggest push that i feel in the world to like sort of resist feeling overwhelmed is to create these pockets of space that just is about the connection between us and that slowing life down to that place and I'm sure you know apparently we all do this in our own ways and, and but that is the ultimate act of of not becoming overwhelmed by what do I do um, what are some of your favorite books or blogs or um, sources of inspiration to yourself that kind of are you know uh, help fuel your your creative fire either as an organizer or as a parent? Um, well, interestingly, um, I I spend a lot of time with spiritual readings. Yes, great. No, that's great. <laughs> and I, and I, I, there's something so essential about them that it kind of cuts through a lot of other questions for me. Um, so I do. I... I um, and it, it's where I center myself. Mm -hmm. It's where I center myself. And some people have religious communities that maybe can serve that purpose. I, I, I read um, and try to make every community that I'm part of <laughs> a reflection of that because I want to feel like I'm living in the world in a way that um, is a reflection of my heart. And it's tricky to do that. Trickier than I would you know, than my 18 year old self ever thought. Like, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> oh man, back when things were simple, Lucia. Wow. Back when I thought I would, yeah, no, I'm feeling that. Like, conquer the world, right. you know, everything's so much easier when you're, oh my gosh. And just the thought that, like, seriously. Oh, living by your heart. Oh, yeah. It's gotta be like, that's the way. Simple. You know? yes. Everybody feels that way, don't they? <laughs> oh, man. Talk about a big surprise. Like, what? Other yeah. people don't share my values or my thoughts or my feelings about things? This is this is new information. Yeah, you want to you be angry and mean all the time? Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it, and you know, it continually surprises. Yes. That's one that just, like, that never, never stops being a surprise. Right. Like, really? You're upset about what? Like, do you know about this other stuff going on? Like... Okay, you know, you're spending your energy on that. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I feel you. 
Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. And so, you know, I feel that other parents, um, you know, I, I, so for parenting, I've taken my, so I'm, you know, I'm reading climbing manuals <laughs> and, <laughs> and group dynamic books. Yes. And this is where my, my parenting and, and a lot of articles and, and, and um, you know, everything from the Boy Scout handbook yeah. to, um, there's uh, Peter Sangi with um, and, and and Paula Frere, like all these great like there's just there's so much out there to to tap into and and for me it's I, I find myself with bigger questions than than the parenting and I don't know I don't know if that's like re- maybe that's a re- like no, sort I love of a, that. a revelation to myself like <laughs> oh yeah I'm not really worried about I I need fuel you know mm-hmm. I think as a parent we need we need fuel and so that's it's these bigger questions at this point in my life um, because we live in a world like I homeschool but we live in this world with all of the issues that we're surrounded by and all of the question marks and tensions and uncertainties and 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 uh, I want to raise a child who can live in this world and so how do I do that? <laughs> Yeah. What do I do in the face of the news? Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. we don't even really watch the news. I know. Yeah. And still, it, it, it you can't get away. From, and it's not like I'm trying to avoid it. Right. I I just spent so much time in my life doing so much of that that I feel like it's not necessary to get to the heart of things. But the bigger questions of how do you deal with difference? How do you deal with um, uh, um, antagonism or violence or on a social level? You know, or how do you deal with, you know, dynamics in families that can be difficult or observing other families or even within our family. There are parts of the family where things feel really nice and parts where it's less obvious and, and it can be painful. These are the, this is the heart of, of the real, like, that stuff. And so that's where I go for the bigger, yeah. <laughs> the bigger yeah. questions. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of blogs, I, I go for it. <laughs> yes. Tell us. Entertain us. What are you I listening to? I mean, actually, re- recently I'm doing so much of this other reading that that takes up all my time. Yeah. But, you know, I, I like, I, I've gone through my periods of, you know, uh, film noir and yeah. dark stories and murder <laughs> mysteries. Yeah. And I don't, you know, you've yeah. got to explore the dark side. With, I love that. With your, you know, so, and, yeah. then, and then there's music. Mm. Uh, that's a big, a big part of our lives is music. So and movement and dance and kung fu and and so you know it so i i i i feel like i'm not giving specific that's enough okay. answers no it's good um, but They're yours yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah and, I love it. and i think that if i can affirm anything it's just that yeah. we're people and yeah. we're searching for yeah. our we're we're figuring it out and uh and we don't have all the answers <laughs> but we definitely don't but we do have each other and there's you know um there's nothing as grounding as, as a good conversation with another human being. And, um, yeah, so, Love it. Yeah, this is such a true. Yeah. yeah, well, for the you. last part, oh. I guess you should tell people about what to expect this fall yep. from New England Base Camp if you're in the local area. Yep. I'm in the sun in this, like, really oh, weird. I keep, like, we leaning forward, move? leaning back Do you to see if I can. Over? Yeah, it's okay. No, it's uh, all right. We're almost, <laughs> we're almost done. done. Yeah, okay. we're nearly done. I'll talk um, so, uh, so, yeah, so tell people about what's coming this fall and where to find you. 
and if you are not local to us then you should probably look for co-ops in your area or other places that you can get your kid out into nature that are like uh, Lucia's uh, mind child um, but yeah so tell tell them about uh, what's gonna be happening this fall so our our co-op has evolved because within the co-op there were various needs so there were younger families children with with, with children who are uh, in early learner the early learner bracket and they are really looking for sort of a, a hybrid model of sort of homeschooling with some access to um, more basic instruction mm -hmm. um, and so one of the moms Amy Warren and her um, husband Dan who are our link to this wonderful facility um, they have um, started a three-day a week program mm -hmm. for children up until the age of 13 but most of the children um, are between it seems between six and nine six um, uh, where they have um, a professional uh, educator who come, who's going to be working and the kids come three days a week committed so it's a sort of in everything builds on everything else so you come three days a week right. three and it's a it is a co-op so the parents will be contributing to the the ratio mm -hmm. of adults to children um, and and um, in various ways programmatically but it, the, the main thrust is that there is an educator who will um, weave instruction into an outdoor fabric awesome so that's um, uh, called home base okay and um, then on Wednesdays, which is your, we'll is your day, yep. yeah, yep. Um, is the continuation of what we've developed over the two years. And so another, the other mom, the three of us, um, she, that's, that is just um, community day. And so all of our three-day families are, are now condensed into one day on Wednesdays. And we're full. We have, um, I think we'll be having a... Where we the, the, the desire was to max out around 75 people and so and that's family so you've got you know family with one kid or right, five kids you right. know they're coming yep so um, so that's very exciting and it's really a constant <laughs> continuation of of using the facility having outdoor free time and then having other instruction we have amazing um, fabric arts um, instructor come and she's with the, been with us all year you know, there are just tons of, of wonderful things and access to the pool, etc. And then, for for my part, um, I've developed uh, a series of um, thematic learning days that are drop-offs for kids 10 and plus. And so we have a leadership institute on Mondays, um, a STEAM day on Tuesdays, a media lab on Thursdays, and theater in the woods on Fridays. Awesome. Yeah. So we're... Um, our team of instructors is, you know, filling in the last spots and um, for the team, and just amazing people. Um, and we're doing things like leadership <coughs> is to use this coped, challenging outdoor personal experience as the container, and that's why I'm getting certified as mm -hmm. a climbing yeah. instructor. But then um, we have um, a team of coaches to do um, world peace game debate. Um, Model UN and um, this wonderful program called Main Street Philanthropy where kids learn, well first 
uh, or help to discover their passion and then translate that into actually learning to raise money for an organization that's doing that work awesome. and then giving, becoming the donor. That's so cool. And also be able to volunteer and get involved and to build relationships that way. So just very, very cool. And the Model UN team is, you know, scheduled to, if kids want to go to New York in March, the end of March, that's the plan. Um, and then the STEAM is we have three sessions. Um, we're going to be building a life-size machine for 10 weeks. We're going to be looking at fractals, so in in nature, and then creating textiles out of them. And then we're going to um, track uh, and catalog the wildlife in the forest. Awesome. Um, uh, so those are each 10-week sessions. And um, it, we have an amazing instructor um, who is our primary instructor. And then we have um, specialists who are coming in and um, I, I have a master maker who I, I will know soon I am so excited about these people it's just so cool awesome just so yeah. cool so and then media lab kids are actually gonna with a, an, a professional broadcaster who's older and so he's kind of old school which is exciting for me because um, he's a team of himself and then a younger person like who's a, young person that, so they, they, they're in real broadcasting on TV like wow. sports broadcasting and real journalists so it's that that skill set but to create so kids can create their own YouTube channel awesome. their own um, podcast they really will do it and yeah. we will learn to broadcast and distribute all of that awesome. so that's really cool and then theater in the woods is that soup to nuts theater full day one day a week for 34 weeks two productions a year and the first half of each session is to learn about um, everyone gets exposed to all of what theater is from taking your script and then figuring out how you do character development to set design to lighting design to um, um, costuming all of that and then by mid mid session everyone sort of figures out what they're most passionate about and then that that's their job awesome. to produce yeah a show. So how do they find you? Where is there a website or is it best on Facebook? Or? Um, yep, there's, uh, we, the, right now the New England, the New England Base Camp Cooperative Facebook page um, catches all of three programs information. Um, then there's the website through New England Base Camp and it's under the Homeschool Network. So if you go to New England Base Camp um, uh, dot org, uh, then you just look for the homeschool network and we're in there and I can make sure you have all yeah, the, yeah, exact yeah. We'll links get the links for that and very soon I hope that we'll have our own little page just because I want to show off all these instructors yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited I'm like that's what? awesome so that's it's awesome. it's a it's it's a good thing and hopefully we'll get to play with you yeah yeah in spring because yeah. that's a that's a huge leap there's a yeah. lot there's so much passion and interest in it yeah live action will play learning is it's exciting yeah it's so fun yeah thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today thank you to our watchers and our listeners if you're listening to us on the podcast thank you and i so appreciate you yeah i so appreciate you this was so fun oh good i know i appreciate it all right thanks guys take care thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of let's play supporting screen time alternatives podcast you can watch these episodes live every Monday at 12 p.m. in our Let's Play Facebook community, 
where you can also participate in the discussion and Facebook Live Q&A sessions and demonstrations. You can find me, Kristen Kalina, on our Mastermind Adventures Facebook page or by emailing info at mastermindadventures.com. If you're in the southeastern Massachusetts or Rhode Island area, drop by our game lounge in Nerf Arena in Swansea Mall and say hello. You can also find the show notes and a recap of every episode by visiting our website, mastermindadventures.com, under the parent portal. We will see you next week.